the best of Tom and Vicky. So, Vic, when you were in school, did you ever have to debate, get up in front of the class and debate an issue? I, I believe so. I, it wasn't like a debate club or class or anything, but I think it was a unit in, like, English class right. at some point. Yeah. I do remember vaguely doing some debates there. I, I remember as well. I think we were in high school at that point. And again, I wasn't on a debate club. I would have been qualified for that. Yeah. <laughs> but but the uh, part of an English class, I guess, getting up there and having to, okay, so the teacher would have told us, this is the topic, mm-hmm. you know, you're on this side, you're on the other side, yeah. prepare your argument and come up here and debate. And I remember getting a chance to, you know, you do your little speech and then they would do theirs, and then you debate the topic. Mm-hmm. And I found it rather nerve-wracking. I mean, totally. it's a lot of, lot of you know, preparation and everything else. Well, you have to be prepared for whatever they're going to throw your way. You have to have a counterpoint for and every point that they yeah, make. Right. It's tough. It wasn't my favorite thing to do. To, you know, quite honestly, but yeah. now when I well, watch... you're an easygoing guy. I can't imagine yeah. that you want to argue. I don't want to argue with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your yeah. counterpoint is, hey, you want to get a beer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's exactly it. But after watching the presidential debate, if I knew I could just hurl insults yeah. at the guy... You would have done so that, much better. That would have been fun. <laughs> Mornings with Tom and Vicky, 94.3 The Drive, Winnipeg's Classic Rock. As you and I sit here and we criticize those in the NFL mm-hmm. for maybe not doing enough to prevent COVID that finally hit one team and Lord knows how many others it could throughout the, the season. That's right. Uh, maybe we should be uh, more responsible, I guess, and start thinking a little bit harder about downloading that COVID app we were talking about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What's it called again? The, uh, the, the the, the COVID-19 app? I don't know. Does it have a name? Okay. Uh, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'm well, not it, sure. Just when I was describing it as the COVID app, I knew it was called something else. Okay. But, well, that's yeah, the basic a, idea. Right. And, and the province is saying, now, download it now because we're going to make it active this week. Yeah. And you need about 60% of people to uh, get it downloaded for it to actually work. For it to be effective. But there yeah. was the privacy concerns and mm-hmm. whatnot. But you finally sorted it out We because we really didn't understand how it would work yesterday. Oh, we were talking out of our butts yesterday <laughs> yeah. trying to figure this thing out. But yeah. actually, I got an email yesterday from Kevin. Okay. He was listening to us talk about it. Yes. And he offered up a very concise explanation of how the app works. And it makes sense. And it kind of coincides with some things that other people were telling us when they were trying to explain it so uh interesting to read okay well please then we got to share that or or you're just telling us you read it and moving on (laughs) listen i know how it works and that's all you need to know hey by the way it's called the covid alert app okay yes yeah i knew there was something in there i was missing the alert part okay so how does it work then okay what did did kevin do you want me to read this thing well why not okay so we can all understand all right so how it works is like this First, you download the app and start it. Okay. And when you start it, a randomly generated code is made for your app. Okay. It also asks you to turn on Bluetooth, which is communication a communication signal and not a GPS tracking thing. Right. Okay. So yeah. you leave the app and Bluetooth running. And yeah. then when you're out doing your thing and you pass by someone else who has the app, it'll exchange codes with the person that you passed. Uh-huh. Now, if the time you spent next to that person is less than 15 minutes, the code will be discarded after a while okay 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, if you've been with somebody or next to somebody with the app 15 minutes plus, mm-hmm. that person finds out that they have COVID, they report it on the app. And it depends on people actually reporting it right. to the app. Yeah, if it they test positive. That. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then the app calls home and the code is exchanged and you'll get a phone call saying you're at risk of having COVID. You'll, oh, you'll actually get a phone call. Then. I don't know if it's like an on- automated one right. that comes from the app or how that works, but okay. that's what Kevin is saying. Okay. You know, and it's somewhere in your description there, and I get it now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's not tracking your GPS and your moves and everything right. like that. But the 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 fact that you're in with someone for 15 minutes mm-hmm. and then you're not with them and then they disappear mm-hmm. right off your off your record there yeah. or whatever. It sounds more or less how you were describing your dating app. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I didn't even make it to the 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Mornings with Tom and Vicky, 94.3 The Drive, Winnipeg's Classic Rock. Talking about the COVID alert, the fact that the NFL now has some positive tests and how they're going to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But one of the great success stories of these past few months has been the golf courses here in Manitoba. Yes. Because yeah. they've had, in some cases, record years of uh, golfers. Mm-hmm. Because it was one of the few things you could do yeah. without, you know, a group hug, as you call what it. What else are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> no hugging on the golf course. Do you remember in the, the spring, uh, like many others, I was anxiously awaiting Mm -hmm. the word from the province when they were going to allow the courses to open. And you were determined to get out there. Oh, yeah. Well, I I was not alone. As the numbers show, Mm -hmm. it was a record year. I wonder how many people picked up golf this year. Like, Do you think there's a lot of new golfers this time around? This year? Um, I, well, I, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Or just maybe people who haven't golfed in a long time and Mm -hmm. were like, hey, I'm going to try this again. Well, if you've seen me golf, I would fit both those categories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've golfed for years. <laughs> Mornings with Tom and Vicky, 94.3 The Drive, Winnipeg's Classic Rock. So you're not interested. We all know that in golf. No. Okay, fair enough. I also okay. just don't want to, like, try and start it up and slow everyone down who's already kind of in it. I hate inconveniencing people. You so do. that's really keeping me away from golf. <laughs> okay. If that's, I don't know if anyone else has that reason, but that's my main reason. I, well, I understand. You wouldn't be comfortable because you think that, you know, you're slow yeah. when you begin. Because I don't know what I'm well, doing. you are, yeah. right? You know, yeah. You take a couple of lessons. Yeah. It's still going to take time. Okay, so that's fair. But what would you say your sport is then? You would have... Well... You know, I know you go to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you, have a bike. You don't consider this a sport, what? but dance oh, is my dance. area I didn't of know. expertise See, when it I comes knew, to the physical world. Well, I knew, I knew you liked to watch the dance movies. Right. And you tried to get them included into our discussion of sports. Yeah. But I didn't actually knew you'd still... Oh, yeah. You would dance. I've danced my whole life. I took dance classes. I was a cheerleader. Yes. I've done dance classes after the fact in yeah. uh, at the gym and everything like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you're still dancing. So still dancing after all these years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and where would you dance in case people are interested in watching? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're phrasing it in a very misleading way. <laughs> yeah, actually, a very creepy way. <laughs> Mornings with Tom and Vicky, 94.3 The Drive, Winnipeg's Classic Rock. In so many people's lives right now, they have the video aspect of their work, mm-hmm. where it, whether it's Zoom or, 
I, mean, I think that's the the leader. That seems to be in the main things. one. Yeah, yeah. With, with meetings, mm-hmm. and uh, they're talking about all sorts of different ramifications of that, like uh, Zoom fatigue. Yeah, uh, the people like you know you've got to present yourself mm-hmm. properly. Yep. The backgrounds that people are dropping in there. Yeah, there's all kinds you know, of new things to consider that we never yeah. had to think about yeah. before. Even you, even all that we hear stories, or as, especially when this all first started, of like mishaps on Zoom meetings. Mishaps. People, now that's the yeah. fun part. That is the fun part. But yeah. it's funny because you'd think that after all this time, I mean, how long has this been going on for? Six, seven, eight months? I don't even mm-hmm. know anymore. Yeah. You'd think by now people will have learned from other people's mistakes. But I actually was just reading this story. Story about a congressman in Argentina. Okay. He had to resign after he was seen kissing his girlfriend's bare breasts during a remote session, and he didn't realize the entire thing was broadcast live on YouTube. Okay, I don't know how this even now, happened. Well, see, now I was going to ask you, but I'll visualize it for mm-hmm. you if you'd like. Okay, okay. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of guys just closing their yeah, eyes and yeah. visualizing it okay. right now. Well, guys, please don't close your eyes while I while I speak. Okay. Okay, that's just weird. <laughs> no, talk us through it in your sexiest voice, yeah, Tom. <laughs> exactly. Well, he's on the Zoom conference. Yeah. And he thinks it's done, mm-hmm. I guess. Or maybe he checks out. Who yeah, knows, maybe right? he thinks that it's just yeah. his voice. You know how you can, yeah. like, block your well, screen? Sure. Yeah, that's right. Talk. He checks out. Yeah. And they, you know, he, they, his uh, wife comes in, mm-hmm. or whoever it was. Girlfriend, yeah. Girlfriend. And uh, she takes her top off. Yeah. And she goes, hey, you know, have a look at this. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, then... Any chance anyone had uh, getting turned on during this just went right out the window. <laughs> hey, look at this. <laughs> Mornings with Tom and Vicky, 94.3 The Drive, Winnipeg's classic rock. Talking about the increase. In booze and cannabis, not since the pandemic began, not shocking. No. Really? Yeah. Since everything else kind of uh, slowed down. You had all this free time in your hands. Exactly. And then gambling revenue also going down. Don't feel too bad for them, though, because uh, this year they still made $606 million. Now, when you reference they, that's here in Manitoba? Yeah, Manitoba Liquor and Lotteries or yeah. whatever it's called now. I know they had a Six, name change. $600 million. Six hundred and six okay. million, yeah. and that's down from last year. Six hundred and sixteen million. So <laughs> it's only a ten million dollar wow. difference. It's a drop, but a drop it's, in the bucket as and, well. And not only that, uh, as you mentioned, I think yesterday, or the day before, the with the new code orange situation we're in right now, yeah, has no effect on casinos. <laughs> okay, they're, they're looking wide to open. recoup that ten million. That'll yeah. be. They probably recouped it already. Since yeah, sure. The story broke a couple of days ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's I read an American uh, survey, which you know, pretty much echoes ours, I guess. Yeah, you could say they uh, talked to um, a vast amount of people about their alcohol use since the pandemic. Uh, they reported the majority reported they drank alcohol on more days every week. They also reported increases in the number of drinks they had mm. and the number of heavy drinking days 
as well as the number of alcohol-related problems. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to happen when there's more heavy drinking days. When you string a few of the heavy ones together, something's bound there's to happen. Trouble. There's yeah. trouble. There's trouble. What were you going to say about magic mushrooms? You said you were going to bring that up. Oh, you're going to throw them into the mix. Yeah. Because I just, I just read this morning that in Ann Arbor, Michigan, of all places, very random, mm-hmm. uh, they've just decriminalized magic mushrooms. So add that to the list. Of COVID usage. <laughs> After you've had a few of those heavy drinking days, oh, no. maybe switch out. Yeah. Give yourself a break. <laughs> the best of Tom and Vicky on 94.3 The Drive. Winnipeg's Classic Rock.